0: The Detroit Free
1: Press presents Talkin' Lions, your audio home for all things Honolulu Blue and Silver. Here is your host from the Detroit Free Press, Dave Burkett. Dave
2: Burkett here from uh, my car, along with Carlos Menares at his house, Sean Windsor at his home office, and uh, talking a little Lions, Lions Jaguars, coming off a, a, a big win for the Lions or a. Convincing, Huge. Win. convincing win at the very least. Not Maybe not Huge. big in terms of the, the entire Huge. season, but look. Huge hey, we're doing with hyphens
0: in between, yeah. That's
2: right, Absolutely. right. I, I called it a so what win. I think that's kind of what it was. If you don't beat the Jaguars and beat them soundly, that's when there are, are questions. But I am from my car because we're working around your schedule, Sean. You know, I got to pick the kids up. But we tried to do this yesterday. But, you know, Sean, he, columnist, flies flies home late. Takes no, hey, I was with Justin, Justin
0: Rogers at the Detroit News was on my flight. I'm just pointing that out. I wasn't that late. I mean, Carlos then, couldn't do it last night because he needed his beauty sleep, right? At, no. at like after 7.
2: That's true. Carlos did need some beauty sleep. And then you have your podcast commitments today. So we're, we're trying to work around your schedule, uh, sire. So hopefully, hopefully this fits (laughs) in for the little bit that we have. Okay, Carlos, I, you know, I, I, you're my boy. We, I always like to come to you, but I'm going to go to Sean first because I know we we only have limited time here with, with, with Mr. Windsor. So uh, we were just talking about a little bit, Sean. I mean, you can't read – you can't take too much from this win that the Lions had, right? I mean, it's, it was nice, right? It was complete. They did a lot of good things. But what really does it mean?
0: Well, it means they get another week, right? I mean, not that they not that they were going to lose their jobs. The Lions don't operate that way. At least they haven't in the past. Uh, you know, Rob Marinelli got, kept kept on uh, in the 0-16 season. So, but to me, they get another week. I, I think it was important to the players. They said as much. I, I, I tend to think they're sincere when they talk about uh, – Practice in a certain way, watching those things they, they learn on the or work on, on the practice field. Funny, we we're just talking about that unfold in the game. Um, they do have playoff hopes. That may sound ridiculous to a lot of the fan base, and I don't blame them for thinking that. But the players you're still think they're
2: up, by the way. You are setting Carlos up with what you look
0: at the schedule, be. and you know, so it, it actually did mean some things. If they had lost, obviously, well, I think it would have meant more, right? You would just say, okay, absolutely. If they can't beat Jacksonville. So I, I, so to me, that's what it meant is that they didn't lose. And that is important.
2: Yeah, no, I I think you're right. Because if they would have lost, I'm not so sure Matt Patricia would have survived. I mean, that to me, that's a loss that I don't know how you come back from. Uh, Carlos, go ahead. Go ahead. I I know you want to wait. I know you want to take your shot. So, so go ahead. Let's hear it.
1: Well, you know, as I wrote in my insightful three questions, um, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, you know, this loss, this win means nothing. But then if they win, you know, well, you know, he did what he's supposed to do, whatever. You can't ask for him to be fired if they lose, but give him no credit if they win. And not only did they win, but they won by a lot. It was convincing, it was their best win. I, I would say the Arizona win was better because that was a better team. Um, but this is exactly what they needed to do. Everything, you know, aggressive on defense, stopped the run, uh, got turnovers. Uh, the only thing was Prater. Obviously, the, the weird thing, ironically, was Prater's kind of been a little bit shaky. But uh, this is the kind of thing that gives your team hope, you know. And yes, it is the Jaguars, but they did what they needed to do. Um, you know, like firings and everything. It all depends on how it happens, right? And how these things come down. I'm not even convinced that if they lost to the Jaguars, you know, if some weird thing had happened, some bad call, some Calvin-type bad call on them you know but if they just gotten handled by the jaguars yeah then that would have been dangerous
2: well i don't know if okay. they could have been fired you know monday or before they got on the plane home but i like i said i, I think a loss to the jaguars there's no coming back from that jacksonville is one of the handful of worst teams in the nfl and if you don't handle them like you did that's when questions you know arise but it doesn't yeah, and- that's i was just gonna say sean it, it sets them up for exactly what you said now i mean six games very winnable games coming up and look, if the Lions handle business in most or all of those games, they will be – people might not like to hear this, but, but they will be playing those meaningful December games that ownership said last December they needed to see.
0: They, they will, and I just want to make one, one quick distinction, um, and God forbid that I agree with Carlos too, but when you say what does it mean, how about, how, about, how about what does it reveal? Like, it, 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 I don't know that it told us a lot about the team by beating Jacksonville. Sure. Well, you're a workmith,
2: so I appreciate you putting it like that.
0: That's the distinction, right? What 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 does it say about this team and the quality of this team? I don't know. It means something, obviously, and I agree with Carlos on that. And I wrote that too, to some degree. But uh, as far as looking ahead, uh, you know, Atlanta hung 40 on Minnesota, and Minnesota obviously they're struggling this year; they're not very good. But but the Julio Jones is back, right? And they can move the ball. Um, that's a dangerous game. So, but to me, to they get through Atlanta. Then they come back home. What for Indianapolis? And yeah. then you know the Texans could be a little tricky, you know, because they can move the ball too. But these these are games where you say they sh- they they certainly have a chance to win something that they absolutely should win. But uh, you know you could see them losing a couple too. But but I'm with you. To me, if they get to Atlanta, then they're 500. Then then they really have a chance to do something.
1: Carlos, right, Patricia Menares, me are you this. buying them as a playoff team? Well, let me say this: both of you clown monkeys have jumped on the playoff bandwagon and had written no, articles I am not on the playoff, playoff. I yes you've playoff had playoff. you just outlined it was pretty good article by the way i hate to admit pretty it but a good article about you explaining the the next six games and that they could possibly go five and one sean's asking the fans you know can you believe in this team as play possibly a playoff contender so my question to both of you is before the jaguars game were you less on the were you more less on the bandwagon of playoffs, or, and are you now more on the bandwagon? Are they closer to playoffs or further away than playoffs? Because this is, this is a mediocre season for a lot of teams in the NFL right now.
2: Well, I, I resent the, fa- the fact that you say I'm on the playoff bandwagon. I, let me just be clear about that. I am 100% not on the playoff bandwagon. But I do think that given the schedule it, – it, see, this is what – to me, it depends what measuring stick you use for, for this regime, right? Is it playing meaningful games? Because, yeah, you can play meaningful games. But, you know, as I wrote in, in that, that column – you know, Sheila Ford, when she took over as owner, she said she wanted to see major improvement. And just playing meaningful games does not equal major improvement in my eyes, right? Because if you beat these these crap teams, just to be frank, right? That a lot of these teams are these mediocre to worse teams, that doesn't mean that you you've majorly improved. Maybe you get back to where you were under Jim Caldwell or close to it, where you were beating these nobodies, but you couldn't play with the good teams in the NFL. So yes, they need to win five of these next six games to, to play some of those meaningful games. But in order to make that major improvement, then they need to go in December and handle some business against the, the better teams on their schedule, Tennessee, Green Bay, Chicago, who I still think is kind of fraudulent. But, but those teams that are legitimate playoff contenders, uh, legitimate Super Bowl contenders in some regards, await for them in December.
0: Yeah, uh, this idea, Carlos, this idea of play a bandwagon, I, I don't know if it's a bandwagon. I mean, their schedule sets out that they they should have a shot at the playoffs in December if they take care of uh, – I hate to say take care of it because we just don't know. But you, your question about before Jacksonville, look, the, the the Bears are winning with a little bit of uh, magic or voodoo or whatever. I, I understand that. But, again, go back – and I wrote about this over the weekend, and I hate to say this because I said this today, and he's like, well, ifs 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 right if he catches the ball i said it, 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 it it's it's a different conversation it isn't that oh, it's sure. a team that was good enough to handle chicago for whatever and then whatever happened and i know they have their issues and old leads but they're good enough to play with some of the good teams in the league that doesn't mean beat them and they're obviously good enough to beat the bad team so what does that mean big picture i don't know does it matter I mean, Patricia and Quinn aren't worrying about that right now. No, no, no. They're just worrying about getting on a roll and giving them a, sh- a shot to get in the playoffs.
2: Carlos loves ifs, but Carlos, I just want to point out if Mookie Betts doesn't rob that home run the other day, the Do- your Dodgers are not in the World Series. So you can play all the ifs you want, and but the bottom line is the Lions lost that game. So. Yeah, but are the Braves
0: a bad team, Dave? Because that's the argument you're making.
2: No, well, when you're in the, <laughs> the, the NL Championship Series, you're not a bad
1: team.
0: Exactly. Yeah. but No,
1: no, 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 no. There's two things here. Two things. Okay. First, the fact is the Lions have won two of their last three games. Let's not forget that. Okay. And two, with the bears, when you're talking about, you know, Martha, uh, I'm sorry, Sheila Hamp, Ford Hemp, Sheila Hemp. She walked back the whole thing of, of what they said last year about, they have to be playoff contenders. Now it's just major improvements And that can mean anything, okay? Anything at all. And let's not forget this, as through the prism of ownership, when they look at firing people and making decisions, they're going to look at that Bears game, and they're going to say, Coach Patricia put his team in position to win that game. If not for the faulty hands of a rookie receiver or a rookie running back in his first game, they win it. He put them in position. They had that game won. So, and rookie bets." It's like saying Mookie Betts is a rookie. No, Mookie Betts is an all-star hey, player.
0: That you know what? I love you both. I mostly agree with Dave. Oh, I agree you with you, Tim Top Carlos. Yeah, I got I to gotta yep. roll. I'm sorry.
2: Carlos, columnist. Next oh, sorry. Time, I'm sorry. Mr. Columnist, you. yeah. Next time, we're not even going to include you. Go ahead. Sign off. Thank go you, be, Sean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for blessing us with your presence. All right, Carlos, listen. <laughs> Forget that guy. All right, we're not, we're not dealing with Sean anymore. I know he wants to be in these videos because he likes the <laughs> – the airtime that you and I get, right? He's he the radio. Banter. Yeah, we're just – yeah, he, he's, he's no longer a part of these videos. It's you and me, all right? The two of us. That's it. Sean, we're done with him. Last time who? One of these. Yeah, exactly. Sean who? Um, and now I lost my train of thought. But, no, legitimately, like, ownership is not going to look at that first game and say, oh, he had him in position. Ownership's going to look at it and say, oh, he couldn't get them over the top that's, that's, that's what Matt Patricia has done so far. He has not been able to get them over to, I know you're an honorary Patricia here and everything, but you have to look at it like, like the vast majority of people that the lions have been close in so many games under Matt Patricia and have not gotten over the top. So I'll I'll tell you what, maybe you're right. If they go 10 and six, then they look at that and say, ah, you know, that's when we were close. But if they go six and 10, that's when they look at it and say, yep, we couldn't, you know, Patricia couldn't get us over the top in those close games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the balance of the season still has to play out. We have most of the game, 11 games left. So, yeah, that will tell the story. But when you look at it, you look at little pieces, you know, and that was that was a huge, huge. I mean, you look at these these times, th- this will be one of the plays like the like the Golden Tate, you know, goal line thing and the the runoff, the Calvin Johnson you know, the the Matthew Stafford face guarding, you know, and, and, you know, all these little moments in Lions history, this will be one of them, Yonder Swift dropping that pass, you know, and just the way you have to look at it, Dave, is, you know, just imagine this happened 16 straight times, the Lions, for whatever reason, are about to win the game, and Yonder Swift drops the ball, you know, in his hands, I mean, is Matt Patricia a failed coach or any coach for that matter? Putting your position, you can't go out there and catch the, the the passes for your players. You just put them in great position. That was a great throw by Stafford. Great play wow, but, call, but it was it's, just an error.
2: It's just like Matt Patricia says, though. It's not one play that loses the game. If you do another No, Matt no. Play- no, you, you know
1: better. You know better than no, to listen to that
2: is, I'm using his own words. It's no. like one play did not lose them. What's the he going
1: to say? What's he going to say? Oh, it's our rookie who screwed up. It's all his fault. And how much did they spend time defending poor DeAndre Swift? Because you feel bad for the kid. I mean, that's just human nature. You're not going to throw your, you know, you coach basketball. You're not going to throw your kid under the bus for screwing up an easy layup, layup that wins the Catholic, you know, championship, Catholic League championship. So, you know, of course you're going to protect your your people. I totally understand that. But it was DeAndre Swift's fault. Let's just, the Lions I are three and two. The Lions. It. The Lions are 3-2, and two, and they won two of their last three games. That's really we amazing. are not going down this path again. I mean, three? Not, you, uh, three have you and been
2: to three. Patricia's vacation home yet? I mean, again, the, he's family. I know it's this beautiful. is like this to you. Yeah, okay. All right, so I, I was just curious because I know you defend him at all costs. And then, all right, look, we're going to leave the Lions talk there because, again, trying to appease Sean, I figured I would come and do this outside Ooh. my daughter's school. So, I, yeah, exactly. The, he's the dead guy, to us the guy that we we don't deal with anymore, right? He's no longer invited to these meetings, but I do have to go pick the kids up from school in a second, which is again, why I'm sitting in my car doing this. But before we go, Carlos, I just want to say congratulations to you and your Dodgers. I know the uh, world series starts tonight. We're shooting this on Tuesday. Um, You know, I, I, my son has become a Dodgers fan. I think (laughs) uncle Carlos's love for Dodger blue has, has, uh, you know, rubbed (laughs) off on him, but I just want to, I need to get a a prediction from the series from you. I I want to hear your, your analysis, you know, like what's Justin Turner going to do? Who, how, how many are the Dodgers winning in? And uh, you know, look, if the Dodgers win, I'm going to have to get you some Dodgers paraphernalia just to, to commemorate this. So in that way, hopefully I'll never have to hear about your Dodgers again.
1: No, here's the bet. If the Dodgers win, you have to wear, I will get you a t-shirt like boys, extra small, whatever you wear. I'll get you a Dodger t-shirt, and you have to wear it on a, on a Zoom chat. Will you wear a Dodgers t-shirt if they win? Sure. I don't have
2: anything against the Dodgers. I just pretend to hate the Dodgers because you love them. So, that, I mean, that's really all it comes to. I, I
1: know your, meet, I know your, your, uh, your motto, of if it's free, it's me. So. If it's free, it's me. That's right. You're 100% right about that. That's that's
2: what I subscribe to. No, yeah. Dodgers, uh, I,
1: I, you know what? I, I, it's, I feel like Charlie Brown, you know, all Dodgers fans do. Like 30 years, 1988, we've been – Hoping and waiting and rookie of the year after rookie of the year, nothing happens. They've been close so much, um, but you know, I think this is going to go six games probably. Um, I I don't know if it even helps them that they're not playing Dodger Stadium, which never has done them any good anyway. Um, I like the rays the razor razor scrappy team. You know, they're they they've got talent. They I'm just glad it's not the Astros because I'd hate to lose to the Astros again. Um <laughs> Cheaters exactly. Uh, Walker Bueller is the Lions, is the Lions, the Dodgers' best pitcher, but he's had a he's had a um, a blister on his right index finger that's really bothered him, limited his efficiency. Kershaw's played well, your boy Stafford's boy Kershaw, um, but I think they had the, the the Dodgers. They just don't make it easy on themselves. So I see it in six games, hopefully for the Dodgers, but I'm not super. Stoked about their, especially since the Rays have had more time to, to rest too.
2: Well, I hope for the kid from Highland Park's sake, Clayton Kershaw, that that he gets a ring here. I hope for your sake, the the Dodgers get a ring here, and. Hey, I hope for the guy that joined us before who's dead to us now, like I I hope he I hope he watches us win Emmys or whatever we win for our internet videos here and he gets super jealous going forward because he is no longer a part of our videos after not only not only did he bail on us, he also made us wait like 15 minutes as we were sitting here ready to shoot the video before he logged on. So we we understand where his priorities are. They certainly are not with us.
1: All right. Yeah, that'll, always, uh, always, you'll always welcome him because you can talk basketball with him. Let's be honest. Probably true. You're probably right
2: about that. Yeah, we, we probably we, we like to trade some coaching tips and talk about that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't write nearly as much basketball as he does, but, hey, that's, you know.
0: Does know. Sean right about basketball?
2: I've never seen him actually. That's, wait, I, forget it. He's dead to us. All right, that'll do it for us here. Me from my car, Carlos from his home. Make sure you keep it on Freep.com for all your Lions news this week. For Carlos Menares, I'm Dave Burkett.